Shalom. Welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Sarah Ruth, and I'll be your reader today. Today is Friday, November 18th, and the 24th of Heshvan on the Hebrew calendar. Today, our readings are going to come from Haye Sarah, which in English is Sarah's life. Before we get into the word and our readings for the day, let's bless and thank God for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua, the Messiah, our Master. First, we're going to be reading from the Torah, and today we're reading from Genesis chapter 25, verses 1 through 11, also called Bereshit. Now Abraham took another wife, and her name was Keturah. She bore him Zimran, Jokshan, Medan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. Jokshan came, became the father of Sheba and Dedan. The sons of Dedan were Ashurim, Latushim, and Lumim. The sons of Midian were Ephah, Ephur, Hanach, Abida, and Elda. All these were the children of Keturah. Abraham gave all he had to Isaac, but Abraham gave gifts to the sons of Abraham's concubines. And while he still lived, he sent them away from Isaac, his son, eastward to the east country. These are the days of the years of Abraham's life, which he lived 175 years Abraham gave up his spirit and died at a good old age, an old man and full of years, and was gathered to his people. Isaac and Ishmael, his sons, buried him in the cave of Machbelah, in the field of Ephraim, the son of Zohar the Hittite, which is near Mamre, the field which Abraham purchased from the children of Heth. Abraham was buried there with Sarah, his wife, and it came to pass after the death of Abraham that God blessed Isaac, his son, and Isaac lived by Bear Lahai Roy. And that concludes our reading in Genesis. Now we're going to read in Judges or Shoftim, chapters 10 and 11. After Abimelech, there arose to save Israel Tola, the son of Pua, the son of Dodo, a man of Isaacar. He lived in Shamir, in the hill country of Ephraim. He judged Israel twenty-three years and died, and was buried in Shamir. After him, Jair the Gileadite arose, and he judged Israel twenty-two years. And he had 30 sons who rode on 30 donkey colts, and they had 30 cities, which are called Havath Jer to this day, which are in the land of Gilead. And Jer died and was buried in Camon. Then the sons of Israel again 
did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, and served the Baals, the Ashtaroth, the gods of Syria, the gods of Sidon, the gods of Moab, the gods of the children of Ammon, and the gods of the Philistines. And they abandoned the Lord and did not serve him. The anger of the Lord burned against Israel, and he sold them into the hand of the Philistines and into the hand of the children of Ammon. They troubled and oppressed the sons of Israel that year. For 18 years, they oppressed all the sons of Israel that were beyond the Jordan in the land of the Amorites, which is in Gilead. And the children of Ammon crossed the Jordan to fight also against Judah and against Benjamin and against the house of Ephraim, so that Israel was very distressed. And the sons of Israel cried to the Lord, saying, We have sinned against you, even because we have forsaken our God and have served the Baals. And the Lord said to the sons of Israel, Did I not save you from the Egyptians and from the Amorites, from the children of Ammon and from the Philistines, the Sidonians also, and the Amalekites and the Maonites oppressed you, and you cried to me and I saved you out of their hand. Yet you have forsaken me and served other gods. Therefore, I will save you no more. Go and cry to the gods which you have chosen. Let them save you in the time of your distress. And the sons of Israel said to the Lord, We have sinned. Do to us whatever seems good to you. Only deliver us, please, today. They put away the foreign gods from among them and served the Lord, and his soul was grieved for the misery of Israel. Then the children of Ammon were gathered together and camped in Gilead, and the sons of Israel assembled themselves together and camped in Mizpah. The people, the princes of Gilead, said to one another, Who is the man who will begin to fight against the children of Ammon? He shall be head over all the inhabitants of Gilead. Now Jephthah the Gileadite was a mighty man of valor. He was the son of a prostitute. Gilead became the father of Jephthah. Gilead's wife bore him sons. When his wife's sons grew up, they drove Jephthah out and said to him, You will not inherit in our father's house, for you are the son of another woman. Then Jephthah fled from his brothers and lived in the land of Tob, outlaws joined up with Jephthah, and they went out with him. Now it came about after a while that the children of Ammon made war against Israel. When the children of Ammon made war against Israel, the elders of Gilead went to get Jephthah out of the land of Tob. And they said to Jephthah, come and be our chief that we may fight with the children of Ammon. But Jephthah said to the elders of Gilead, Did you not hate me and drive me out of my father's house? Why have you come to me now when you are in distress? The elders of Gilead said to Jephthah, Therefore, we have turned again to you now, 
that you may go with us and fight with the children of Ammon. You will be our head over all the inhabitants of Gilead. Jephthah said to the elders of Gilead, If you bring me home again to fight with the children of Ammon, and the Lord delivers them before me, will I be your head? The elders of Gilead said to Jephthah, The Lord will witness between us. Surely we will do what you say. Then Jephthah went with the elders of Gilead, and the people made him head and chief over them. And Jephthah spoke all his words before the Lord in Mizpah. Now Jephthah sent messengers to the king of the children of Ammon, saying, What do you have to do with me, that you have come to me to fight against my land? And the king of the children of Ammon answered the messengers of Jephthah, Because Israel took away my land when he came up out of Egypt, from the Arnon even to the Jabbok, and to the Jordan. Now therefore, restore that territory again peaceably. Jephthah sent messengers again to the king of the children of Ammon, and he said to him, Jephthah says, Israel did not take away the land of Moab, nor the land of the children of Ammon. But when they came up from Egypt, and Israel went through the wilderness to the Red Sea, and came to Kadesh, then Israel sent messengers to the king of Edom, saying, Please let me pass through your land. But the king of Edom did not listen. In the same way, he sent to the king of Moab, but he refused. So Israel stayed in Kadesh. Then they went through the wilderness and went around the land of Edom and the land of Moab and came by the east side of the land of Moab. And they camped on the other side of the Arnon, but they did not enter the territory or Moab, for the Arnon was the border of Moab. Israel sent messengers to Sihon, king of the Amorites, the king of Heshbon, and Israel said to him, Please let us pass through your land to my place. But Sihon did not trust Israel to pass through his border. But Sihon gathered all his people together and camped in Jahaz and fought against Israel. The Lord, the God of Israel, delivered Sihon and all his people into the hand of Israel. And they struck them. So Israel possessed all the land of the Amorites, the inhabitants of that country. They possessed all the border of the Amorites, from the Arnon even to the Jabbok, and from the wilderness even to the Jordan. So now the Lord, the God of Israel, has dispossessed the Amorites from before his people Israel. And should you possess them? Will you not possess that which Hamash, your God, gives you to possess? So whoever the Lord our God has dispossessed from before us, them we will possess. Now, are you anything better than Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab? Did he ever strive against Israel, or did he ever fight against them? 
While Israel lived in Heshbon and its towns and in Arur and its towns and in all the cities that are along the side of the Arnon for 300 years, why did you not recover them within that time? Therefore, I have not sinned against you, but you do me wrong to war against me. May the Lord, the judge, be judged today between the sons of Israel and the children of Ammon. However, the king of the children of Ammon did not listen to the words of Jephthah, which he sent them. Then the Ruach of the Lord came on Jephthah, and he passed over Gilead and Manasseh and passed over Mizpah of Gilead. And from Mizpah of Gilead, he passed over to the children of Ammon. And Jephthah vowed a vow to the Lord and said, If you will indeed deliver the children of Ammon into my hand, then it shall be that whatever comes out of the doors of my house to meet me when I return in peace from the children of Ammon, it shall belong to the Lord, and I will offer it up for a burnt offering. So Jephthah passed over to the children of Ammon to fight against them. And the Lord delivered them into his hand. And he struck them from Eror until you come to Minith, 20 cities, and to Abel Haramim with a very great slaughter. So the children of Ammon were subdued before the sons of Israel. Then Jephthah came to Mizpah to his house, and behold, his daughter came out to meet him with tambourines and with dances. She was his only child. Besides her, he had neither son nor daughter. And it came to pass when he saw her that he tore his clothes and said, Alas, my daughter, you have brought me very low, and you are one of those who trouble me, for I have opened my mouth to the Lord, and I cannot go back. She said to him, My father, you have opened your mouth to the Lord, Do to me according to that which has proceeded out of your mouth, because the Lord has taken vengeance for you on your enemies, even on the children of Ammon. Then she said to her father, Let this thing be done to me. Leave me alone two months, that I may depart and go down on the mountains, and bewail my virginity, I and my companions. So he said, Go. He sent her away for two months, and she departed, she and her companions, and mourned her virginity on the mountains. And it was at the end of two months that she returned to her father, who did with her according to his vow, which he had vowed. And she was a virgin, and it became a custom in Israel that the daughters of Israel went yearly to celebrate the daughter of Jephthah, the Gileadite, four days in a year. This concludes our readings in Judges. And now we're going to go to the writings. Psalm 36. This is the Telhalim, chapter 36. For the chief musician by David, the servant of the Lord. A revelation is within my heart about the transgression of the wicked, There's no fear of God before his eyes, for he flatters himself in his own eyes, too much to detect and hate his sin. 
The words of his mouth are iniquity and deceit. He has ceased to be wise and do good. He plots iniquity on his bed. He sets himself in a way that is not good. He does not reject evil. Your said, the Lord, reaches to the heavens. Your immuna to the skies. Your righteousness is like the mountains of God. Your judgments are like a great deep. The Lord, you preserve man and animal. How precious is your hesed, O God. The children of men take refuge under the shadow of your wings. They will be abundantly satisfied with the abundance of your house. You will make them drink of the river of your pleasures. For with you, you is the spring of life. In your light we will see light. Extend your hesed to those who know you and your righteousness to the upright in heart. Do not let the foot of pride come against me. Do not let the hand of the wicked drive me away. There the workers of iniquity are fallen. They are thrust down and shall not be able to rise. That finishes Tehillim 36. And now we're going to go to the apostles in Marityahu or Matthew. I'm going to read um, chapter 26, 1 through 35. Now it came to pass when Yeshua had finished all these words that he said to his disciples, you know that after two days, Pesach is coming and the son of man will be delivered up to be crucified. Then the chief Kohanim The Torah teachers and the elders of the people were gathered together in the court of the Kohen Gadol, who was called Caiaphas. They took counsel together that they might take Yeshua by deceit and kill him. But they said, not during the feast, lest a riot occur among the people. Now when Yeshua was in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came to him having an alabaster jar of very expensive ointment, and she poured it on his head as he sat at the table. But when his disciples saw this, they were indignant, saying, Why this waste? For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. However, knowing this, Yeshua said to them, Why do you trouble the woman? She has done a good work for me. For you always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. For in pouring this ointment on my body, she did it to prepare me for burial. Amen. I tell you, wherever this good news is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will also be spoken of as a memorial of her. Then one of the twelve, who was called Judah Iscariot, went to the chief Cohen and said, What are you willing to give me that I should deliver him to you? They weighed out for him thirty pieces of silver, and from that time he saw opportunity to betray him. Now on the first day of Matzah, the disciples came to Yeshua saying to him, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat Pesach? He said, go into the city to a certain person and tell him, the rabbi says, my time is at hand. 
I will keep the Pesach at your house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Yeshua commanded them, and they prepared the Pesach. Now when evening had come, he was reclining at the table with the twelve disciples as they were eating. He said, Amen, I tell you that one of you will betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful, and each began to ask him, It is not me, is it, Master? He answered and said, He who dipped his hand with me in the dish will betray me. The Son of Man goes, just as it is written of him, but woe to that man through whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had not been born. And Judah, who had betrayed him, answered, It is not me, is it, Rabbi? He said to him, You said it. As they were eating, Yeshua took matzah, gave thanks for it, and broke it. He gave to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. He took the cup, gave thanks, and gave to them, saying, All of you drink it, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many for the remission of sins. But I tell you that I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on, until that day when I drink it anew with you in my Father's kingdom. When they had sung the Hallel, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Yeshua said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me tonight. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you into Galilee. But Peter answered him, Even if all will be made to stumble because of you, I will never be made to stumble. Yeshua said to him, Amen. I tell you that this night, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I must die with you, I will not deny you. All of the disciples also said likewise. This completes our readings in the Apostles today and Maratyahu. If you are going to read through the New Testament twice this year, you're also going to read from Romans chapter 7 today. This has been Sarah Ruth from Georgia, USA, and I pray that the Lord blesses and keeps you today. May your mind be stayed on Him, and may this word be nourishment for your soul. Shalom. Until next time, thank you for listening to Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Thank you.